0: better do better
1: (laughs) i better do better hey welcome back to another episode of alpha cast i'm mike winner and i'm here as always with dr bear paul lando coming to you live from the smith river up here in the beautiful state of jefferson we got a a nice spell of sun it felt like spring was tickling in now it looks like snow the grand solar minimum will tease us when it can but um my family's actually skiing today as we speak bear up on mount ashland so i've got the house to myself so we'll have a nice quiet cast and today um we have two amazing guests i'm actually i'm really excited for this broadcast because as we started 2021 bear we talked about having folks on that were um, really out there in the world and taking what we talk about to the streets And these two gentlemen today, not only do they go super deep with everything they discuss and have the knowledge and the background to back up what they're doing out in the streets, but they're actually out there doing it. And that is um, really what we're all about for 2021 is taking mind into action. And so this is going to be a wonderful discussion. Um, A couple points of business real quick. We will be Unfortunately, virtually, but we will be at Anarchapoco. Speaking of taking action next week, uh, Jeff Berwick's amazing week long summit uh, in El Capoco. They are doing more of a virtual event this year, even though they do have 200 VIPs at live at the event, and they will have speakers there in person as well. Uh, Bear, you will be talking on the Health and Wellness Day and uh, that will be exciting. So if you guys still want to get tickets for that, please join us. We will have a virtual booth there so you can come and talk to us. You'll have a little avatar walking around in a virtual environment. I know it's easy to roll our eyes at this stuff. We know um, that oftentimes um, the virtual stuff is scary because of the, the, the things that the, the forces that are trying to co-opt us into that environment, um, that's their plans. But however, we We are virtually coming to you right now. We are coming from a heart-centered place and that's really what Jeff and those guys are doing. They're just using this technology to keep people connected right now until it's easier to meet in person. So you can join us, come to our virtual booth. We will be actually there though, Real th- there coming, you know, so you can come talk to us virtually. Uh, we'll have offers there for products and um, some some new content. And that'll be a really fun week of networking. And then two weeks from there, um, from then we have the Reunion Summit, which I've poured a lot of my uh, heart, blood, and soul into. And that was actually shot in person in Joshua Tree. And today our guests are featured in that. Steve and Errol will be there uh, on a an amazing panel that Josh Del Sol is putting on uh, about notices of liability and natural law and bringing back our power, which we will discuss today as well. So that is reunionsummit.com forward slash watch to see the trailer and to um, start getting involved because that is a community focused event as well. We do have a telegram group for that already and um, a discord as well. Reunionsummit.com forward slash discord jump into there. Um, And then if, More about us, if you are new to Alpha Vedic, you can go to alphavedic.com and join our mailing list. That's the best way to stay up to date on everything we're up to up here on the farm and in the co-op. Okay, enough of that. Let's get to our special guest today. Um, Today, truth, freedom, love is the trinity. The only authority is natural law for nothing escapes the law. Freedom Fighters and Spiritual Samurais, Stephen Wybrow and Errol Kaya join AlphaCast for a timely and lively roundtable today. We will discuss everything uh, from occulted knowledge, the matrix control system, natural law principles, freedom for humanity, notices of liability, and the practice of Gnosis as the ultimate knowledge of initiation. As conscious activists, Stephen and Errol have been central to big happenings in Austrian events as of late. In Stephen's own words... Quote, we cannot even put into words what is happening here in Austria. We had 100,000 plus people in the streets taking over the city of Vienna for real. Police totally stopped. Matrix control system going crazy. Police marching with the people. Amazing. We are literally in the middle of getting rid of the entire mafia system of control in Austria. Errol and Stephen co-founded the Gnostic Takeover, With, you want to lock us down, we take you down, quote unquote, being the central motto. The Gnostic takeover is proactively confronting the 5G rollout through the sending of notice of liability to agents of the system that are knowingly or unknowingly causing harm to all sentient beings on the planet, while developing an international version of a notice of liability based on natural law principles on which the universe is founded upon. So lovely to have you gentlemen here today. Dr. Berlando, how are you today?
0: Doing wonderful, Michael. Uh, Spring is springing. And of course, uh, we just went through our first fall spring, so we can expect a few more of those. But we're getting a lot of work done out there. We're uh, installing a new huge pond so we can start our aquatic uh, cultivation and uh, just a lot of fun things happening here. Uh, I'm, I equally uh, share your enthusiasm for today's um, uh, broadcast because it's very near and dear to my heart. And, and by the way, all this virtual stuff, I like to think of it as the virtual within the virtual. And uh, we talk a lot about that on our on our broadcast. But anyway, uh, you guys, thanks so much for being here. And, and as we we're talking just before the broadcast, uh, I really commend your efforts. And that uh, you know, to see you guys, the next generation uh out there uh actually making things happen, you know, I have a long timeline in this business, and uh you know started in the seventies, just going down all the rabbit holes, and then in the eighties, we actually started perfecting processes by sticking our necks out in courts and with public officials uh uh, you know, doing things like the early versions of the notice of liabilities, affidavits, uh, changing our status, and just learning how things worked. Um, I was uh, uh, had regular visits from uh, different agencies. Uh, so that became a way of life for me. Uh, some of my uh, friends in the business uh, are no longer alive because they they literally gave their life for the cause. They were uh, disappeared. Uh, some of them that I know, dear friends, are in jail uh, several decades later. And um, so, you know, we paid a heavy price. And, and now uh, with this uh, virtual presence we have, what's really heartening for me is that we're connecting with like-minded people kindred <clears throat> spirits really across the entire planet and uh you guys have run the parallel course and what your efforts are are uh, bringing to fruition here are just fantastic so uh we all want to hear about what you're doing in your own words and uh you know it's it's uh, gentlemen you know people like yourself it's what gives me hope because Uh, I've been gaslighted and marginalized and everything else for, for many years because of the things I was involved with, even though everything has come true, what we were trying to alert people to, we never thought it would get as far as it is now, but I personally, uh, believe that it needed to get to this point so that everything could be exposed. And so the next uh, platoon of folks, uh, people like yourselves could, uh, Let's just seal the deal, you know, and get on with what the, was really intended for this planet in the first place, and not a control grid that we all think there's no option. So, thanks for being here. Uh, I'm immensely happy to have you here, and uh, uh, let's let's hear the story from your own from your own mouths here.
2: Yeah, thanks so much for having us, and I'd say uh, I start first because I think we can't talk in parallel. That would only confuse people. <laughs> So sure, sure. so yeah my background is that I come from a normal family in Austria where working class family and my mom's a teacher and my dad was working in different trades he's an englishman and moved over to Austria when he was 31 and uh yeah i grew up with both languages so i have both worlds um within me and yeah i Sort of my initial awakening was in when I was 19 and I watched the Zeitgeist movie, which, is, uh, which was a paradigm buster, you know, which uh, although I do um, question it now, the sort of uh, system that they uh, proposed, which can also be linked uh, to a smart city implementation. Um, but still, there was a lot of very good information to like about it. And uh, that really kick-started a lot of people. And right from the beginning, I was like, hang on a minute, you know. I mean, this is going on in the world. We've got this artificial money system and uh, people in control of it. And you start to feel that there is no way out of this. It's like, what am, I, what am I doing here now? I'm on this planet and I've been turned into a slave to earn money and earn a living and this sort of paradigm that our parents and our parents' parents have been in. Um, it was the question, like, how do I get out of it, you know? And, and that is what uh, triggers and starts the awakening process. And uh, with me, I had to learn uh, patience along that journey because uh, I'm a very impatient guy. And I always have to keep that in check. There's a lot of fire coming from me um, being Aries. And uh yeah, and like a child, I was basically looking for an answer to a question. How can I take them down? What are these silly people? Who do they who do they think they are? You know, asking questions again like a child is like, who do you think you are? You can lock me in this money debt-based system and treat me like a slave, and I have to bait all the orders that you make up. So My journey was to, and that crystallized, like in 2014, I got involved with Mark Passio's work for the first time, who's a great man who has shared his knowledge to the world uh, and has had a massive impact on my life and in the lives of many. And I started to look into law and how does law operate? And that's sort of like reaching a crescendo right now in my life um, by applying that knowledge and it took me uh, long years of study to be able to effectively apply the knowledge that I've gathered over the last 11 years and uh, now it's, uh, it's coming to fruition. I can see actual results which is beautiful to have because for a long time uh, there were no results. There were only questions, 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 researching all different sorts of rabbit holes And then coming to the conclusion, hang on a minute, those are rabbi holes and they want to keep me there. Just always looking around and this and that and all different sorts. It's the uh, information overload, as I call it. So the last two years I started to crystallize. I became more of what I would term an information alchemist, which is to reduce the information and to just see what do they don't want me to know and focus on that that Achilles heel and really really apply that and then share that wisdom through experience with the world. So that's sort of like a a short background to me and I'd like to give it over to Errol.
3: Hello, Uh, my name's Errol and my background basically is, well, um, I was born in London, UK to uh, Turkish parents. And most of my time, I lived in London, lived in Turkey for 10 years when I was a teenager, but uh, for the majority of the proportion of my life, I lived in London. And now I'm here in Austria, ever since this force flag has been taking place. <laughs> and I was naturally brought here, um, to be honest with you, by the source, by the higher source. Um, I've been involved in a lot of shamanism, Peruvian shamanism and um, I have a lot of memory from the previous lifetimes that I've lived ancestral memory and this isn't the first time that I've been involved in something like this Um, I've done this quite a few times to be honest with you I'd like to identify myself as a protector and a preserver of creations so that's the reason why I'm here
1: now that's beautiful. I, I love that. And I love having um, watched a lot of your content, you guys, and just loving your your interviews and uh, your message. And I, I want to get into the journey and the story because I think that's important, right? The narrative of how you got to where you are. And really, Errol, I, I love how you ground a lot of this into Mother Nature, into the planet, into that that uh, heritage that we get from a lot of indigenous cultures, right? that um, historically has been um, put into the into the more esoteric in the West and hidden uh, and occulted and Mark Passio is brilliant at uncovering and showing that. Um, but I would love to get a little background Errol, into how you developed into where you are now and maybe give a little context to how this plays into what you and Stephen are doing there in Austria, if that makes sense.
3: Okay. Well, to explain it simply, um, everything happens in accordance to the natural order, which is the order of the uh, source, the source of all, all creation. And for those who are connected to the source Directly have direct access to the plans of the source. So when you surrender to the will of the source, what happens is the source works for you. It operates through you, and it takes you to places where you need to be at the right time. So um, that's how I ended up in Austria and met Steve and the rest of the crew and we're doing what we're doing now to keep it short and simple if that makes sense, you know. Yeah,
2: And it's also something that I drew in because I already, um, in 2019, I sent a notice of liability uh, because of the genocidal and ecocidal rollout of 5G to all the political representatives without a template. I didn't have a template. I just thought, no, I'm not having this. All right, let's do this and uh, again the year after that with um, this whole scam that's going on i was getting ready to pull the trigger again and this time they were already aware of me and i needed uh, to learn especially the law of protection or how protection works with the protection of the spiritual realm and the energetics of the land that was the main component that is still that is absolutely fundamentally important to be successful with a notice of liability approach. And therefore I drew Errol in, in order for that to be successful because I don't know what I would be now if it weren't for Errol. It was absolutely crucial that I that I met this guy and it's, and it's just a an absolutely beautiful team effort. I've never experienced anything like it before And uh, it's a beautiful way of learning how the natives used to mentor and how teaching used to happen. And it has absolutely nothing to do with what we see in schools, because I studied mathematics and history at the University of Vienna, for example, to become a teacher. But I knew exactly that I wasn't here to further continue that um, disgusting paradigm that is sucking the life force out of our young children. And uh, therefore it, it it was just a beautiful synergy that happened when I got to know Errol and everything has just flourished from that ever since uh, September
0: of last yeah. year. Yeah. And, and of course, what we talk about a lot is just the principle of resonance and uh, you two gentlemen know that you didn't, connect up with each other just uh, serendipitously. It was uh, it was a matter of residence. It brought you together. It's a matter of residence. It's bringing us together, uh, you know, here across the pond, so to speak. And uh, that's what's happening across the whole world. And, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, the money system and, you know, way long ago in our travels and our efforts, we were trying to alert people as far as what the money system really was. But, you know, rather than just wringing our hands about, uh, you know, the fact that it has successfully enslaved the whole planet, the IMF and the Federal Reserve and all that sort of thing. I think we can really look at it and learn from it because the people, no matter how sinister they are, it doesn't even matter at this point that developed those monetary systems, understood that we were, you know, people are the only currency And that uh, people are the only ones capable of generating creative life force, uh, you know, through our thought processes, through our emotions and so forth. All they did is figured out how to create a device to make them a middleman so that they, uh, you know, cipher, uh, not cipher, but siphon all of uh, our energy in between. So I like to look at these folks because anybody that gets to that point of development that they have on this planet now, you know, obviously they knew what they were doing. They understand how things work. So I like to learn from people that have had success, no matter how much, how dark their success uh, was. And uh, you know, the money system is your Achilles heel. And uh, you know, a lot of what we're doing on our end is uh, decentralizing a lot of our processes so that we take it back. So um, can you relate to us? How you know your movement and your whole notice of liability process and everything is figuring into that equation
2: Yes, absolutely. Uh, it took me eleven years to get to the point where I 'm at now, so when you study something for eleven years, I think you get somewhere, and it basically at one point it just switched when I started to realize that uh, you needed to bring the brain into holistic Thought processes and aligning thoughts emotions and actions with your intent and that's sort of like the holistics of it so you look at there's so many rabbit holes to get down and you'll never end uh, the information that you gather like for example here i've got the the arc from mark Passier, which is a whole terabyte full of information and i i like looked at it only once probably because I don't have time. I don't have time to do that right now because I'm in action mode. But there are so many things. But the thing is that you, you, you start to crystallize and alchemize the information. What is really important? Why is money called currency? And what does it have to do with this pyramid, for example? And people listening are probably like, what does he mean? What's going on with him? What does a pyramid have to do with currency and with money? But it's those sort of um, connections, which is also the workings of the right hemisphere of the brain, which they try to cut us off from because they don't want us to see through the mechanics of their system, you see? That's where the real treasure lies, when you see how the mechanics of where one fits into the other and it's a dynamic system and you can see where it all fits together, that's what they're really afraid of. Because then you're not holding, I wrote this today also because I wrote a a notice of peace to the Austrian interior minister today. And I basically come from the point of view that I know the system that we're in. So I'm offering you to come along with me because I understand the mechanics. I'm not holding you liable as a human being because I understand the mechanics and I understand that we need to find a balance here and not take each other down, you see. So the focus is not on individuals in certain government institutions or corporations, but on the mechanics of it. Because the real um, perpetrators of this take over of planet earth which goes into another non-human domain from my research into another dimension those are the ones that have to leave this space because of their psychopathy you see and it's that holistic thought and of connecting the dots which i learned from the great man david ike who also wants to credit here um who's done a phenomenal job also And it's that dot connecting and fitting the puzzle pieces together. And that's the true learning of humanity also, that we share the puzzle piece that we have. Therefore, I don't charge for the material that I produce because I'm directly in trust with the source of life, that which creates all life force energy. I trust and therefore the trust corporation that was set up in this system which is a mirror copy of that trust that is lacking in the heart because this criminal system that they enslave us in lacks that heart trust therefore they have to set up a trust fund for you and uh yeah it's dissecting that and shining lights on that and as long as the roots of wickedness is hidden it is strong but when it is observed analyzed and then revealed it eventually perishes that's the sort of uh, gnostic perspective where we're coming from because that's our in our interest is to bring forth the most crucial information of bringing back the ancient ways and the full honor and respect towards the natives of this planet where we need to go and learn from them, learn about our true history and about the the natural order. That's what I think we are really all about.
3: Yeah, Um, basically our role, well, my role for sure anyway, is to serve as a capstone, to sit there between the human and Archon, the, the human affairs with the Archons. And serve as a protection to to stop further archontic infiltration within to humanity. Basically, that's what my job Fantastic. is. Fantastic.
0: And uh, you know, I think it's important that we all realize too that we're all natives. <laughs> we're all here on the planet, but none of us have to earn a living, and all of us have indigenous roots. And uh, we don't really have to romanticize any particular culture on the planet, because every culture in its indigenous state uh, was a a keeper, a memory banks of a a little piece of the puzzle. So I think it's a matter of uh, not throwing the baby out with the bathwater, but going back to those roots and putting it, uh, you know, all back together. Um, You know, uh, Stephen, I liked uh, what you said about, um, uh, I, I don't know if I'm interpreting it right but it's more about forgiveness you know in past years when we were testing the system um i'll i'll, I'll speak very candidly i had a lot of anger issues <laughs> with certain people especially if they're throwing you in jail on everything and trying to ruin your life but um you know in the money system itself is uh it's designed to have periodic jubilees where all debts are forgiven and, um, you know, and I think we're, uh, you know, even though that's not exercised, uh, you know, presently by the, the so-called powers that be, um, I believe that is going to happen. But I think what has to happen also on our side is uh, to have a jubilee as far as, you know, forgiving those individuals that have been participating in uh, enslaving other people, harming other people, that doesn't mean that we have to be passive or tolerate further actions, uh, because they don't really need our angst in the first place. Because if they aren't ready to move on, uh, like the rest of us, then they're going to take themselves out anyway. So it really goes back to that place within the heart, which is the only place that can transmute those lower emotions uh you know that don't want to forgive because as long as we don't forgive we're living in the past and that's exactly where these controllers want us to be absolutely
1: yeah i mean obviously the the great yeshua uh that was like one of his biggest you know points right is to love thy neighbor and and love your enemy and um transcending the the negative uh, deeper, more dense uh, emotions is um, obviously what they feed off of, the archons, if you will. Um, for those that don't have a, a background in the Gnostic tradition, Errol, um, what in your best definition is an archon?
3: Archon is, um, well, there's obviously creation and life. You know, this isn't the only creation. And creation comes from the primary source and basically the archons are the dark side of this force, which rather than create, they hate creation and they hate life and the living. So they seek constantly seek to destroy life anywhere and everywhere. So what they do is just colonize, constantly colonize realms and destroy them one after the other. However, these Archons are just dark, uh, dark, they're the dark side, they're they're our opposites, because when when Source Energy comes into creation, it's created in twos. There's a a good side, a light side, and there's a dark side. And they're constantly at war with each other. So our job is to integrate these our quantic beings into our own being and take responsibility and take them back and bring them back to our light, which is what's happening now. That's what's happening now which we they're running out of space, living space, because we're coming into the see, they think they are coming into our home to take over, but what what's actually happening is we're going into their home to take them over, to take them back and bring them back to ourselves.
1: It's almost it's almost like you could so, also look at it from a, like a Jungian archetype perspective too, right? Where it's and I, and I think often of um, was that the uh, Empire Strikes Back where Luke Skywalker is um, going through his training with Yoda and he's in the cave right there. And he turns around and and he sees Darth Vader and he cuts him down and he sees that it's actually him. Right. And so I, I do like that perspective too, because we—the one thing that I—I I, I think we sometimes like to do—is externalize dark forces as outside of us, but often, you know, those forces are within us too. And as Bear said, that ability to forgive and go to the heart is so empowering because then we can transcend or we can transmute that those negative that those negative entities, which are part of us too, in in essence, as consciousness is all pervasive so i wonder austin sometimes if the gnostics integrated that kind of conceptually or if it was just all externalized as these kind of outside forces because it is interesting earl how you say it's up to us to kind of bring them in and sort of swallow them up with our light if you will i don't know if i'm making sense here at all
3: (laughs) they used to yes they used to constantly do it but obviously the job's not completed yet because just when they were reaching a point where they were going to succeed, the Gnostics have always been infiltrated and deceived. So they've always been slaughtered, so, slaughtered throughout history.
1: Yeah, Bear.
0: So would we think of the Archons as energetic um, archetypes, as Michael says, or are they interdimensional entities um how
3: interdimensional you they're interdimensional beings mm-hmm. they're actually that exist just not in this plane
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh they exist in the astral realm
1: mm-hmm. okay. so
3: we're prone we're vulnerable when we are sleeping <clears throat> at night in our dream state we're um we're exposed to them so if we're not conscious in our dreams could reach us in our dreams and they can implant us and do uh, various things to us so it's important to be uh, be conscious when you're dreaming at night when you're sleeping
2: and what i want to add here is that because i talk a lot about natural law errol talks a lot about natural order Mm. and we're talking about the same thing yeah there's different layers of truth okay That's important to emphasize. So in the highest realm, we're talking about dance of forces, okay? Light and dark. But that doesn't mean that I only have to love my enemy. No, because you have to protect love also. That's showing real love. The hijack of that and those systems of control that are based on mind control have been deeply embedded and infiltrated into schools of spirituality, like nothing else, what I call the, the new age hijack.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
2: yeah. uh, That really needs to be put into proper focus and put right. I see this as a big responsibility that I personally have, and I see it with Errol also. True rooted spirituality of the sky as limitless connection with the source and rooted in the earth and bring it right back there. Because I'm not loving my enemy when I'm out there on the streets. I'm diplomat first. I also call myself the diplomat of the earth because I don't have to have a certificate for that because there's no stamp for it, okay? (laughs) I'm just acting according to that because like Errol, I see myself as a protector of the earth. And everything that infringes upon my freedom or the freedom of humanity, I'm going to hold you accountable. And first diplomacy, but when it comes down to it, i will defend myself and that is the masculine principle so i won't love you there i'll love you in the form of my self-defense
3: see mechanisms we we can talk about natural order and love and how they want the same thing natural order first of all to be able to create anything to be a creator okay the foundation is responsibility because when you create when you do something in natural order for every action you take there's an effect there's a cause there's an outcome so what kind of outcome is it that you're wishing to achieve when you take an action this is the foundation of natural order okay and the foundation of all of this is love because only love wants to create evil wants to destroy love what is what is love if it's not able to protect and preserve itself to still continue being so when it's under threat obviously it's going to defend itself isn't it that's an act of love it's like when you observe the lion the lion is the most peaceful creature believe me all it wants is peace and harmony and to take care of its own family and its pride that's why it's territorial so it spends most of its life taking care of its family but when it is under threat its peace and harmony is under threat it will tear everything up and then it will go back to its peace that's love
1: yeah i would say that's like the highest form of love i'm I'm sorry bear uh i'm just going to say that's the highest form of love is when when you um are the righteous right standing up for the weak i mean that's one of the greatest archetypes in history right is the chivalrous knight um is the samurai warrior that's why we mention you guys as spiritual samurais it's living in the way it's uh it's living to a moral code uh yes and it's something that I love about Western mysticism because it identifies that there is an evil force and there is not this idea of rolling over and, and bearing your tummy as, as a form of, of the higher mysticism, but in fact, no, having the sword and the shield. And we, I know Bear and I very much um, are in tune with this idea of the warrior. And um, yes, it is the highest form of love is the, is the um, as you say, the the lion or that archetype that's out there to protect the weak. And um, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. So I guess there is a fine balance. And that's why I love the, sh- the idea of the chivalry and the knights of the round table and all that comes with that. Because for me, that's a that's a defined moral natural code and it is um in defiance of i guess a lot of the um you know i guess the inversion of spirituality from like the new age and things like that and that's why i personally love like saint germain and the ascended masters and the the white brotherhood and everything that tradition the rosicrucians and all that because it really in the gnostic tradition is really grounded uh, in that, in those principles, uh, go ahead, bear.
0: No, you, you said it all. Perfect. Pretty much. I was going to say the same thing in so many words. And <laughs> I think the the dangerous thing with the new age, uh, so-called new age movement is that it, it taught us. I think that, uh, love is a passive thing. And if you look at the physics of love, the resonance of love it's uh it's the ultimate transmuting resonance, so if it is if it is in fact that, then how on earth could something uh, of evil will say overcome it? and if we are uh you know professing to come from the heart and come from love and we're letting other folks or circumstances have their way with us, then I think it's the first indicator that we aren't practicing love at all. So, uh, yeah, thank you for that. That's a a brilliant point you guys are making.
3: Yeah, uh, Steve and I always say detection, detect, decode, defect, protect. Detect the threat, decode it, understand what it is eliminate it by defection okay and then protect the situation so it doesn't happen again and this is natural order it comes from the knowledge of the source which is gnosticism which is shamanism that's what it is
2: yeah and i call it the law of protection and it's absolutely crucial absolutely crucial to understand this and go deeper into it also because one of the things that we looked out for is the aspect of controlled opposition and that is absolutely crucial, so I mean we we all notice we get this everywhere, oh yeah, he's controlled opposition, oh he's controlled. oh, and you also control opposition, and probably we also and people get confused, you know, but it's a fundamental layer of the archon infiltration, and that's how the Gnostics also in the past um, got taken over. yeah, that's why we really have to have uh, a very sharp detection skills. Um, Which starts off that law of protection, because let me tell you, it is far more organized than we can even contemplate in our mind. I know facts about what's happening here in Central Europe, Um, Germany, Austria and Switzerland Controlled opposition. It's massive. And they come from all angles, but they have no chance against us because of the detection skills
3: yep we've had so much infiltration and we've eliminated just step by step
2: we still have some so but we've got them in check
3: yeah we're giving them the platform to slay themselves <laughs> 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 to do it for themselves
0: so it's i um as I study what you folks are up to, uh, you know I look at it as a whole alchemical process, you know, uh, you know, taking legal channels and otherwise, uh, that are now reaching the collective. So can you tell us uh, from your perspective uh, it, it, for me, if I you know look at you guys and the crowds you have out in the street, it looks like uh, the worm is starting to turn. Would you say that's true? Absolutely and what
2: what's at the heart of all of this? is probably the most occulted principle that i know of because i only realized the importance of it through experience which is the most powerful form of knowledge is wisdom is wisdom through experience and that is the aspect of energy momentum which drives evolution and drives out the involutionary principle which is the realm of the archons to um, dilute that to its core essence. It's the involutionary principle instead of the evolutionary principle. And the energy momentum is the following that in the beginning of May, we had the first demonstration in Linz, in the city of Linz, where I was born. That's the third largest city of Austria. That's like, what is it, 250,000 people living there. And there was the first demonstration and I got to know a guy who was standing like a gypsy, you know, on his bus, who doing his first demonstration, talking about similar things that I talk about. Oh, he had the dictionary of the law with him and he talked about the definitions of the words. Well, I've had that for three years. I look at the definition of the words because I come from within their system to then tell them what the criminal element is. For which they're liable for, and tell them what the matrix is. That's what it comes down to. You have to tell those supposed matrix rulers, the archon realm,
3: about their own system.
2: About their own system, and that's what I call the system shachmat, the checkmate. Um, and that in, instead of coming from outside with the high knowledge, you drive right from inside of their command and control structure pyramid. Find out that element, which is their Achilles heel from where they hide from liability to their criminal behavior and tell them how it is. And uh, yeah, that's sort of like where we're coming from. And for that to be successful, you have to be able to detect the threats. And that is a process, an ongoing process. So um, we started in the beginning of May. And then we just did it every week. And what is happening there is that you're doing a festival for freedom. We didn't call it a demonstration. It's a festival for freedom with speakers and music and things in between, just people gathering. And it doesn't matter how many people you have. The only thing that matters is that you do it every week, because what you're doing is you are creating a rhythm and the universe is sound. The creation is sound. Or in terms of Tesla energy, frequency, and vibration. So, therefore, you're building a momentum. And then what happens is, how far do you want to go? That's the question. So, there's key points that happen in between because we talk about a source based notice of liability approach, connected with the energetics of the land, to connect with the land and uh, get the basically. get this synergy effect with the forces that govern the land nature spirits natural spirits all those elements to have a connection with them and work with them so key element which came in so we started in may and then in september errol shows up with walter and like system thinking based people They'd say, Oh, we're getting somewhere because we've got this lawyer, Dr. Fulmich, doing this and that, and they're making a court case. And oh, let's just all wait, you know, because we've not had enough from the QAnon phenomenon. Now we've got Dr. Fulmich to observe how he's going to change the world. And I'm going to get it into my post, my my post check. The world's changed now because Dr. Fulmich has had a court case. It doesn't work like that, you see? So uh, my ears, open up my eyes are like okay what's going on here when the shamans come in it's a whole different way of looking at the world i don't wait for the lawyers because i know the lawyers are exactly the problem because true satanism is that you make up the law no you don't it's put in place by creation it's called the natural order and if you don't like it get as offended as you like that is what it is. And we're here to find out what the natural order is, which is the most hidden information on the planet for a good reason. They want to hide that. So in September, Errol comes in and we start doing ceremonies on specific places on the land stone circles, strong power places where we did ceremony with intention. And from that, um, we started to move the energies from Linz, the energy momentum from Linz, we started to move it to Vienna because I live in Vienna and that energy needed to be transferred. So if you like, you can, you can take this over. Yeah.
3: Well, I mean, the first ceremony did was immediately the day after we met and it happened naturally at a very, very important stone
1: and, and has you guys known each other before this, or was this all serendipitous? It's, it's,
3: it's the plan of the source, getting us together. And um, he was already in action, and I was just brought to him from London. You know, I, I just got on my motorcycle with my friend Walter, that, that he was speaking of earlier, and just rode to Austria. I didn't know exactly what I was going to do and why I was coming, but I went I surrendered to the source, to my heart, through my heart, and I was guided. I didn't say what am I, what am I going to do for money? Uh, how much save? Have I got enough savings to be able to do this trip? I was planning on staying for three weeks and going back to London, but I ended up staying, and I constantly kept on feeling something holding me or wanting me to stay in austria but i didn't understand why at the time i knew i had to wait on it and sit on it so i didn't go back to london and finally we met and then everything started happening and then slowly i started realizing okay this is the next step this is the next step that's how it happens you see and then as i was saying we did this ritual on this stone very strong activation point and we activated the energies there then we went to what they call the heart chakra of europe which is mount untersberg and we did ceremonies on mount untersberg and we even slept in a cave there and did ceremonies with the fire in the cave for for about a week and we really really popped the bubble we burst the bubble of the mountain and the mountain spoke to us and connected with us, even got a healing from the mountain. Wow. So now we're recruiting the allies of the land, you see, and we're moving those energies along the grid to the city of Linz and from the city of Linz eventually into Vienna. And then, would you like to explain what to to place in Vienna? This is
1: almost, this is almost Tolkien, you know, it's got like, I, I I think of the time in in was forgot which book it is um uh but when the trees come you know come activated to help and and fight the the uh, armies of you know Mordor um nope. it it has that ring to it and it's what I love about this is it's it's the magic we had we had Gordon white on the show last week and we were talking about you know the 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 real magic in the world and And, um, you guys are, are embracing that and using that to, um, really not only provide protection, but to, uh, provide the action that's needed to get those energetic forces going. And it's, it's, it's just very empowering and inspirational stuff because it brings this sense of wonder and imagination back to the world. And, and in a way that it's like, yes, guys, this stuff's real. This is real stuff. And um, it's just really cool. So, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I just had to interject that. Like, for example, just a quick
2: interjection. After sending the notice of peace to the Interior Minister today, we go down the street, you know, and out for a walk. And the first car I see is 77777. <laughs> Five sevens. That's it. I've never seen it before. Wow. Magic is real. And there's a reason why they want to tell you that it's not.
3: Very occulted knowledge, which they don't want anybody to know. And we're speaking about this now. And they're they're listening in, in on us right now. We know they are. So we're speaking to them as well. See, we have nothing to hide anymore. Because there's nothing they can do about it. Because you see, the way of the source is maverick. You never know its next move. So they don't know... The ne- what the next movie is going to be. They don't know what our next movie is going to be. So they have to um, stage everything around what we do. So basically what I'm saying is we're in charge, not them.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and I think for so long they have cut their own tether with uh, the other side of the equation and have gone so exclusively down the left-hand path they find themselves in a precarious position because they need us to, you know, for our energy to realize their vision for the world. And uh, it, simultaneously, they they know they're dependent on us. But at the same time, I think, uh, you know, uh, it really angers them that, you know, they are dependent on us. And, you know, when you talk about building momentum, I believe the momentum is already there. And of course, rituals and that sort of thing are nothing more than tapping into those larger forces. that will never go away. It's impossible. Everything that we think of as the ills of the world are just really uh petty overlays. And, you know, actual uh, what people have to understand are actual electronic overlays grids, it can be measured in certain ways. Uh, You know, we do that in bodies, we do that in different habitats to, you know, to neutralize those overlays to allow that original momentum. So I think what we're looking at here is just uh, understanding all we have to do is tap into that and then draft what's already there. And it really doesn't take any effort on our part at that time. It's just like riding a wave, you know, taking off on the wave and, and have a good time. Uh, the other thing I think it's important uh, to understand for all of us is that uh, they really require our consent. And of course, they Get our consent in very clandestine ways, and uh, and of course every time we obey, every time we sign a piece of their paper or you know participate in any of their institutions which require numbers that they have issued for us and things, you know that is their consent. And uh, I think uh, on their side, not only do they understand that there are there is a certain code to the universe, but maybe even believe that's their. Uh, get out of karma free card. So maybe uh, if we could talk about that is, uh, you know, going more deeper into explaining your notice of liability process. Exactly. That's that drives right to the heart of it.
2: So is the first notion that comes to my mind when someone asks me, Oh, where's that template of you for the notice of liability? And I say, I'm sorry, I'm taking down my pyramid in my country right now. I can only write it once it's done. You see? Because my focus is just um, so... And that's also what a real Gnostic is. A nos- the Gnostics didn't call themselves Gnostics. They were called Gnostikos uh, by the Church Fathers. Oh, you know it all better. Well, you better know it better than you do, because you're full of shit. <laughs> basically. But the, the, the Gnostics call themselves the Telestai. Those who are aimed. You see? And... Our reality, our experience is the creation of our intention, of our intentionality. So from from that perspective, our intention creates our reality. And they hijack our consent. That's what they do. Here's where this element comes in, where you tell them how it really is. Okay, I have never consented to my birth certificate. For example, they claim to, and they claim that by telling you through movies of what's happening, what the world's going to be like, that they've got your consent. It is not true. They haven't got your consent. Um, And that it drives right to the core of the issue is that we have to tell them what the system is. And you're absolutely right. Consent is crucial. That's why one of the biggest black magicians to have ever walked the earth was um, Edward Bernays. Mm -hmm. Crucial for people to understand Bernays. Absolutely crucial. And one of his books was Propaganda. When you don't have time to read the book, just read the first page, you got it all there. When you read that first page, there's so many layers of decoding where he just absolutely tells you what they're all about. And another book that's not often mentioned is The Engineering of Consent. They have to engineer different ways how to get your consent. And that drives to the heart of what this control structure is embedded in, which are terms that are the same terms, actually. Social engineering, mind control, and Satanism. That is what real Satanism really is. They Hollywoodize it with eyes wide shut and we're just doing these crazy rituals wearing masks and doing this and that and we pray to our god satan but it is exactly not that is a part of it it's a level, I, it's a level of it but the main aspect of satanism is mind control and social engineering so what i the basis of my notice of liability approach to keep it absolutely simple is I do not, I remove my consent. I do not consent to any of this. And the whole platform is gone from them. They can't move on from there.
1: That's beautiful. Well, I was just going to say, how can they have consent when there's no direct meeting of the minds, right? There is no contract with when we're born our parents do that and they um you know do the whole uh birth certificate which is not the live birth no it's you know that's the creating of the straw man and we've gone over that a lot on the show and um as bear mentioned in the beginning that is basically the foundation of their debt-based system right that's the slave capital that they use but there is no meeting of the mind we we you know most people are i guess consenting through ignorance but is that even possible that seems like uh, a a hacking of reality a black magic trick that they do so I guess what you're talking about here too which is so empowering is speaking to quote-unquote power speaking your truth and there is isn't there is an alchemical um, interaction going on there as I mentioned before the show you were talking about Steve how you're you're putting forth your notice of freedom or whatever and I said doesn't that you personally give you a spark of energy, a spark of power, just through the act of doing that yourself. And I'd love to go more into the notices of liability, what you've done in the history and success you've had. And one thing I love that you talk about, what I've heard in previous shows is when you like had Lena Poo on and, and stuff like that is you haven't stuck to a rigid kind of structure with your with your notices and that you feel that it's important that each consciousness, each individual writes their own from their own heart in their own way, because that in essence is that alchemical interaction between pen and paper and your, your mind and your consciousness putting into play as you speak to power, as you initiate your, um, you know, into that portal freedom for yourself saying, I do not consent there is power to that. And actually through uh, Josh Del Sol and Sayer G there, they did a a number of really interesting uh, kind of non-consent forms and uh, things during the, the the whole COVID stuff where um, you could, you could initiate a non-consent in your state for whether that be a mask mandate or potential vaccination mandate. And it was really simple. It was just like clicking a few things on your phone. And um, but, when I went through that, I felt empowered when I did it. I felt like I was speaking to these to this quote-unquote authority, which we give them that power. And to speak to them, there is an alchemical sort of interaction going on there, if you will. Do you agree? And please go in a little more into what you've been doing with your notice of liability and the successes you've had.
2: Yeah, uh, absolutely. And that's what it's all about. What I learned from Errol, for example, is that when you create unique action based on your experience, based on your understanding, and and you come to a point where you're like, now I'm going to pull the trigger. What happens in the unseen, and that's what they always want to divert our attention of, their whole uh, perception is based on us just perceiving the slither of frequency called visible light and get all of our perceptions Mm -hmm. from that. That's why they control the media, that is the most important tool of this dark force, is the media. But there is a realm of the unknown, of the unseen, that is infinite in comparison to that, which we can perceive with our visual um, capacities. And as soon as you create individual action from your power, and as you write beautifully, say, speaking your truth to power, you can actually, and that's what I do, I call upon the entire force of the high source as a high commander, that's how I term it. And they all come streaming in, and they're like, oh, someone's getting it. Someone is really getting it and acting from their power, coming from inspiration from other sources, but acting in your power. This is how I see it. And that's for me, that which uh, is the main tenet
3: of the new paradigm, to really be sovereign. And see, this is key because this is an oath you take uh, in the presence of the high source and the highest order of all creations, okay? You say, I am responsible for this realm. I'm responsible for the human race. I take full responsibility as the commander of the high source to protect and preserve this realm. And you're in command, not the mafia, you're in command. And whoever takes the command is in charge. So when people start realizing who they are and what they are, and they start taking command, then we all step into our roles and we defeat this force.
2: And this is also the basis, the true basis of authority Because in the law dictionary that I have here, I don't find a definition for authority. Isn't it interesting? Because authority is 100% based on responsibility. The reason why the agenda is failing and failing miserably for them is because they want power without taking responsibility. That is the single reason why they are failing and the single reason why we, in a state of confidence and based in truth, say, I'm the high commander of this realm because I say so. And they are not in charge anymore. That's how it works. The spoken word and the source is always listening to our intention and our
1: perception. Yeah, exactly it's uh you know it and it's all about you know basically as you say this energetic kind of um dominoes falling so as more people realize this power and more people stand up and voice it they lose all their power i i think of we so in reunion summit which you guys are involved with which i'm so thankful and happy and it's going to be Amazing event. We have mirror One, the artist mirror One. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him, but he has amazing art. And one of his pieces is this. It's just so beautiful. It's a monopoly board with the typical characters on top uh, playing the game. You know, the Gates, the the Soroses, whatever. You know, the 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 puppets. Right? They are the puppets being pulled by the Archon strings, or however you want to say. And underneath the uh, monopoly table are bent over just humans that are basically the, the, the legs for the table. And he, all he says is all you have to do is stand up and it's over. And it's a beautiful visualization because it's literally standing up to power. The board flies out, they lose the game. It's over. And Mm -hmm. it's, it really is that simple in many ways.
3: Can I add something? Basically, when you take responsibility as the High Commander, in the name of the source, um, what that actually means is you you enact it within the physical realm too. So what this means is you never, ever, 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 whatever happens, wear a muzzle, wherever you are, in a supermarket, be in a police station, Wherever you have to go, in in the presence of the military, you never put one on, and you stand up to them because the source has your back because you're a high commander. You're protected. That's your that's your that's what we call spiritual protection. When you enact it out, you're protected. Yeah, and this is people are yeah,
0: so important. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was would... so important
0: because, um, you know, go ahead, Bear. I was just going to say, going back to the love principle, if you really are coming from that resonance and you succumb to just somebody in a supermarket that's virtue signaling and then accusing you of not caring about them, you're really not practicing love or doing them a service at all if you succumb to that. So uh, they have to learn that, no, there is, uh, you know, there is a resistance that of course is not just resisting their energy, but mirroring their energy back to them so that they have to deal with it and maybe think about their actions. And, you know, consent, uh, you know, we learned a lesson a long time ago with some of our legal processes. We found that if, un- if unfortunately you are um, shackled and, and put into a cage, they still need your consent to keep you there, and uh, what we found is that if you have the um, the tenacity, you know, to just uh, for 72 hours, and of course there's a very occult, uh, you know, meaning between seven uh, uh, behind 72 hours, but uh, as they strip you and don't feed you and turn the air conditioning on and and uh, you know don't give you anything to lay on, if you can take. Uh, 72 hours of torture, they will let you out the back door. So uh, some of us found that out a long time ago, and proved us that, wow, they really do need our consent. So if you were being processed, uh, you know, for being put in a cage, then you did not consent to have your picture taken to have your prints taken. Uh, You did not sign anything, you know, they might force you to, but you're still not, you know, you don't resist it. But you just know, I don't consent. And there's great power in that, of course, they will do everything within their power to scare the bejesus out of you, uh, you know, to think, uh, make you think that, oh, geez, I really don't have a right to consent at all. And that's, of course, where most people cave when it really gets down to that scary part. But uh, I think what's happening now and what you guys are witnessing through your efforts is that there is definite strength in numbers. And as more and more people are backed into a corner, we are banding together. So it's a lot easier, you know, when we're doing things in groups. And so uh, back to my original question, is the worm turning over there? Uh, You know, one thing that I found very promising is that actually people in uniform and people in so-called authority were actually uh you know turning and siding with you folks and and joining forces so uh is that a real phenomenon now
2: that is a very real phenomenon but they would try to hide that hides that really really hard because it really really hurts them but we are seeing a lot of that for example i got arrested on sunday where it was a very interesting event so we've Coming back to shifting the energies from Linz to Vienna and a key date here is the 16th of January. That was the first March that, where we had uh, responsibility over that March. So what we did is before we went to that event, we held up our hand and we said we take full responsibility of what happens today. I merge with the realm. My inner being is one with the outer expression of life. And that's real power. And what you see is that nothing goes wrong. You know, you are in command, but you're (laughs) you're processing a lot of energies. I'm wiped out for three, four days often after these events because there's a lot of energy transformation happening because of that command. And uh, on the 16th, on the 1st March, We completed our um, energy ritual in the middle of Vienna, which is the Heldenplatz. It's right where the government buildings are. And uh, it's called the Heldenplatz. And you've got two statues there. And me and Errol realized, uh, and it's also what's coming in here is what I realized is that the city of Vienna, the land, is communicating to me. There is a portal there. An energetic portal which is absolutely crucial. Important one. Absolutely crucial one. And Errol can speak more about this. And we activated that portal. What we did is we realized the geometry there and the two statues with uh what what is on there? A horse and uh a warrior on it. Yeah. And and we we did figures of eight around those two figures. We did it seven times, the the first round with figure of eight, the first round, we make a command and we tell all dark forces and expressions of the involutionary principle to leave this space. You have to leave this land and you have to leave this planet eventually. Then comes the flip side, because there we come to the causal level of things, because you have served your purpose toward evolution as the involutionary principle and toward our awakening. And now you must leave. You see how it is reconciliatory with the dark force also, because they do serve a purpose, even if they are a pain in the ass. But they serve a purpose, a learning lesson. We do that the first time and the seventh time to hermetically seal it. And we did it three times in that week. The third time on the 16th of January where the event was taking place. And before we got to the place at the Heldenplatz, it was snowing and the clouds were, it was dense clouds and you couldn't see anything. It was just snowing, pure winter. And as we were doing the third round of eights, the sky opens up and the sunshine sunshine comes out and we we had a beautiful sunny day that day, didn't we?
3: yeah wow. can i just add something as we're doing this we the the directions and instructions on how to come in uh, how to do it is um coming directly from the source through us as we're doing it so we never know the next step It's the source that's guiding us and doing it through us we're in full surrender to the force and we don't know how we're going to do it but we just do it mm-hmm. And it happens.
0: Wow. Carry on. You know, so what's, um, what's interesting, you know, you're using the figure eight. And in the field of biogeometry, we use that quite a bit uh, when we are in a situation and we want to sever our connection with the construct of time. Because the construct of time is, of course, one of those things within the matrix that keeps us bound And it's a very powerful symbol that we use as if, uh, you know, we'll we'll go back and measure, say, in an individual's, uh, you know, life stream where certain things occurred that are keeping them bound in what we think of as present time and one of the things we do and it has a real resonance that can be measured the the figure eight and there's a reason why that's used as the infinity sign and so uh yeah very powerful what you're doing and i just throw that out because it would probably be interesting to a lot of people to know that these uh symbols and rituals actually create a very measurable resonance it has very powerful effects on the physical side of the equation,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and what you can also observe
2: afterwards. So we had a the, that was the first event, 16th of January. We had 50 to 60 thousand people marching there, and the whole matrix was going bonkers. Sirens everywhere. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. Helicopters yeah. flying above us. It was like, uh huh let's do that again
1: <laughs> and and on that day did you have much violence or any arrests or was it pretty peaceful
2: absolutely nothing. peaceful nothing nothing interesting nothing. but that was the first event where the one in charge in the police force he had a massive contribution to it working that way it was massive and they took him out after that event yeah, yeah. And the next ones were a little bit more challenging, weren't they, Errol? In the beginning, there was resistance. Second uh, demonstration. That was on the thirty-first of January. Two weeks after that,
3: they the police made a formed a wall basically in front of us because they didn't want us to march. So for about one hour twenty minutes, one and a half hours, we just stood in front of them and stared them down, and knowing that energetically their wall is going to give away eventually anyway and it did it eventually gave away and we we just broke through the wall and we just marched Mm. and all they had to all they could do was just step aside on the pavement and just watch us and we we went we, we just marched wherever we wanted to for hours and hours and hours. Took over
2: the whole city. Took over the whole city. Where uh, cars were driving. It's just this stream of people taking over and the cars couldn't drive anymore. Like really crazy stuff. Yeah. Which doesn't no. normally happen in Austria. It's <laughs> yeah. a peaceful country. Like people think Austrians are really disciplined. Oh, we wouldn't do that. Oh, yeah, we will do that if you try and take our freedom. Threat display and,
3: directly. Yeah. And this time there was 100,000 people plus this time. Yeah
1: well and of course total media blackout on that i you know if i I didn't know you guys and a couple other people sharing on our telegram we'd have no idea that was even happening um and then of course they show some of the um protests in australia where the police have been brutalizing people and of course they telegraph that all over the world right so that we see that sort of interaction but the peaceful mass protests that uh, happen um, that are effective because there isn't violence and there's a coming, a meeting of the minds there, if you will. Um, they don't want to get that out to the world. Uh, it is interesting that you're you're in Austria. There's a, a, a fascinating history in that part of the world. And this relates all the way back really to, for me, from what I've tracked all the way back to Atlantis, because for me, you had the atlantis is was is real and from my research and it was part of the you know the more recent one of the civilizations that fell um due to you know essentially the ramping up of the, the archon power and we had the um those who who dis- distributed from that that dissipated from the fall and we had the Aryans. That came from there and those were essentially became the tartars the tartarians which you know which come from the huns and come from um, all sorts of um, tribes that were dispersed in that area of austria all the way through russia through uh, in northern asia and so it's a fascinating history in there and i know the tartarian civilization has become a focus and a lot and the truth uh realm because of, there's a lot of questioning about history and where we come from and has there been a lot of that hidden but it is interesting to see how a lot of that um the heritage relates into the austrian realm with the austrian hungarian empire and everything that came out of that um can you guys speak to a little bit of that and the uh prestige and the kind of history uh of this area you're in and why it is so important Good.
3: I think uh, Tartaria um, had a very strong headquarters in Vienna. Why Vienna? Because um, just as in the human body, we have meridian, ley lines, and chi points. The same applies to the grid of the earth as well. Okay, And there are specific key points on the earth which are highly active, we call them portals, they're vortex points. And what this dark uh, cult has done is they've built their, you know, they've built their structures on these specific points and built their major cities on these points as well. Vienna is a massive one, it's a portal which is why um, loads of civilizations and empires have fought battles for Vienna because they knew that who controls Vienna controls what affairs take place in the rest of Europe. Because what happens in Vienna, energetically, eventually travels through into the rest of Europe as well and the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Vienna is not the only one. You know, there's there's many London is a massive one. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Washington DC is a massive one. That's why they've got the uh, head of establishment, Capitol Hill in uh, Washington, where, they, where, where basically the USA is controlled from, you see, because it's, 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 a, it's, it's the biggest portal there. They can ha- harness the energy, invert it to use it for the purpose of control.
1: And that's probably why in the, all these places also, we see this type of archaeology. Go, um, you know, like the uh, the Washington Monument, and uh, you know, it's a that's <laughs> it's a beacon of that energy. Go ahead, Bear.
0: Right. Exactly. Now, Mike, you keep stealing my thunder here. I was uh, going to say that exact thing. Uh, you know, the obelisk and all those things—those are geometric constructs to take advantage of the normal energies that's concentrated in those places. So, uh, you know, a lot of people will think that uh, or or suggest that, "Oh, that's evil and satanic." Well, no, it's just science. These people are using it to their own advantage, and now we need to take that back and utilize it for our own purposes. That's what well, I was gonna
3: say. Right now, um, there's a battle taking place uh between the the evil forces and the good good force um for the for the for the portals of the earth. That's what's taking place right now. So the dark forces, the evil forces are losing control over their portals, which is the reason why they're flipping out, they're going crazy. And that's the main reason why we're experiencing all this chaos at the moment. They're trying to, you know, do this here, do that there, vaccinate as many people as they can. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Just shut humanity down because they're really, really panicking. But Mm -hmm. we've already passed that point of no return for them. It's too late for them. Mm -hmm. That power's already been transferred over to the light side, the bright side of the force.
2: And the first, viruses. the way I see it, first you take back that portal. As for example, here in Vienna, you take back that portal. And the next thing that happens is you take back the land, the full takeover, without any compromise. We want freedom, and I'll tell you what it is. When the mafia comes and they ask, what do you guys want? I want you. I want your entire network. Yes. I want everything that you possess. Everything,
3: all your technologies, all your underground bases and facilities and operations, all of it. Mm.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we're definitely so, seeing that. Uh, sorry, Bear, go ahead.
0: No, you, you finish. I just had a quick question, so I'll, I'll follow you, Mike.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mike and
0: I are uh, on the identical beam here with the same questions today.
1: Well, I was just going to say we're seeing the fracturing of everything you're talking about with the controlling paradigm with how ridiculous uh what's going on in the united states right now i mean look at the regime uh control right now with someone like biden i mean he's essentially as puppet as you can get right it's a total joke um the fact that that is the president of the united states inc right now and the fact that it is more transparent than ever that the whole entire control system is run through the mainstream media through big pharma. I mean, it's, it's just right out there for everyone to see. It's a circus. They call it the clown show. So obviously there, everything's fracturing. The systems are collapsing all around us and it's a beautiful to see that now it is our time to, um, take what is humanities, what belongs to us because, um, you know they're doing it for us right now it's beginning so it's becoming so ridiculous and so, and so yeah they're trying to crystallize their um projected future of this transhuman kind of uh robotic anti-human anti-nature world but it's um it seems to be failing miserably right now as they're getting so desperate and pushing forth this agenda and making mistakes left and right constantly every day that's all i was going to say
2: how do you know an awakening is taking place how do you know if it's
1: taking place
2: with the rollout of the agenda because on the visual spectrum and the media that they control it would always tell you oh nothing's going on they are making mistakes like crazy and it's the speed of the agenda that shows you the awakening
0: yeah exactly so i had a quick question in our pre-show communications uh you alluded to that maybe one of these uh folks from one of these secret societies illuminati bloodlines whatever you want to call them had uh had some communication with you is there if that's inappropriate to share anything about that right now or is there anything to share that you could uh speak on sure um
2: it's intuitive knowledge, so I don't have a rubber stamp and collected the document this, that that is uh, what they belong to, but it's an obvious conclusion that we make that they will have to get in touch with us, you see? And I had that feeling that that was such an occasion, but it didn't manifest because it was a, an attempt to hijack but the source dealt with it anyway. It, so. you see,
3: they don't have they don't have the face to do it. So that what they try to indirectly contact us. And I'll give you an example after, but the, before that I want to say that they already have their agents among us among us in the group. But we know who they are. So we're just allowing them to we we're just giving them the platform to slay themselves, basically. You know, mm-hmm. we know who they are, we know what they're doing, so they have no power over us. And eventually, they will just slay themselves and fall away. And uh, they tried to contact us. Was it two days ago? The day before yesterday, I think. Mm-hmm. They hijacked. Oh, yeah. yeah, they hijacked our Facebook. They hijacked our um, email. Under a fake account, under another friend's account, which wasn't him at all. It was, it was them. And I directly called them out and said, I know who you are. And I even gave them a name. Okay. And the account was gone.
1: Mm-hmm. That's how, they, that's how they're the playing it
3: at the moment. That's how they're playing yeah. it at the moment. But in the end, when in we the long run, they're not going to have yeah. a chance. They're not going to have a chance. They're going to come directly to us. Because let me tell you this, my personal experience, I've had so many um, attempts on my life, accidents, tree accidents. They've even poisoned my food. Didn't work. I'm still alive. That's failed. They know they can't do anything to me. They, they, They have no choice, but to come. And I'm just anticipating that day. How about you, Steve? What do you what what do you have to say about that? With great with pleasure,
2: I'll meet up with them. Great pleasure because um I'm just eager to see what happens because I've just had enough, you know. I don't want these theatrics anymore. And you know, I I just do all of that and I speak up on a stage every week because I want my peace. That's all I want. I want to be free, I want my peace. I don't have my peace. When children are wearing muzzles in schools, when children are being tested at schools, when parents tell children to wear a muzzle, I can't rest. Therefore, I pull the trigger quickly, as quickly as I can, and I respect that the source decides the timing.
0: In our, uh, events of the past, when we used to put on very large events with speakers like David Icke and a whole, you know, whole roster of, uh, notables like that. Uh, the first thing we would do to kick off every gathering was to address the agents in the audience and, and just very publicly say, you know, you're welcome to, we hope you learned something. We know you're there and, uh, you're as welcome as anybody else. So, uh, And in fact, you know, we were able to identify a lot of those people, even amongst very large crowds, they kind of stick out like a sore thumb. So you're right, they are everywhere. And in a lot of our more confined circles where we had smaller groups um, that we were passing on, what we had learned about legal processes and so forth. Uh, We also knew that they were there, you know, they might be your fellow students sitting next to you. And, and then uh, that gave birth to a whole wave of new legal gurus who would, you know, capitalize on some of the things you were discovering, but then You know, just have a a not so subtle twist along the way. So everybody ended up in jail and they could say, oh, see, that's a bunch of BS. It really doesn't work. So, yeah, they 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 don't miss a beat. That's for sure. They're
2: very insidious. I even decoded uh, the Freeman movement here in this country being a massive psyop. And I know exactly where the psyop starts. And I was shocked, but I know exactly where they set it up and it's disgusting because i met that individual and he he can't face me anymore that is absolutely sick to be working with those spiritual principles and then distorting it that's why i say i'm very happy to pull the trigger because i'm not having it you know and it's disgusting but at the same time i respect i will always be respectful uh and full diplomacy when engaging with all individuals you see but it is important to emphasize how absolutely disgusting it is that uh, when there's a spiritual awakening happening and people trying to look for solutions because they can't stand living in this psychiatric clinic anymore. And they want to make the world a better place. And then you hijack their attention and uh, make them be thrown into a prison cell. You know, it's unbelievable. It's That's why we have to be very skilled and adamant uh, in detecting a threat like that. And it took me five years to find out that that free free man movement uh, was a PSYOP. And he's still running around. He's He's got no problem. Oh, I'm free from the system. I'm all free. No, you're not. No, you're not free because everyone else is absolutely enslaved and you're not teaching them and you're not honest. So yeah, good that I have the opportunity to make
0: that point. (laughs) Yeah. And and I, one thing we learned along the way as uh, our paper processes got more and more elaborate and complicated, it became abundantly clear that you could do the same thing, uh, just handwriting a few lines on a paper napkin and achieve the same aim. And, you know, we concluded that it's, it's about the energetic force you put Behind those words, not how complicated your paperwork is, or that you have to become, uh, you know, a legal genius in some way. And that, uh, you know, we found was just another distraction, making that level of uh, process inaccessible to the average person that said, you know, I can't memorize all those books and do all these things. And, and so it's actually very simple. It's just setting your intentions. And, you know, there's, uh, this, this larger cycle is happening with or without us. There's a much larger agenda in the universe. And I think right now is that time where it's all that's incumbent upon each of us is to decide, uh, you know, which we want to follow who we want to draft. And, uh, and, you know, again, it's just about drafting what's already there. So it's, it's a large decision-making uh, process for each individual on the planet. And this was even foretold biblically that this would be the time of the great choice that each one of us has.
3: Absolutely. It's, it's time. It's time to make a choice. You know, we're, we're faced with a question. Human beings, are you good or are you evil? It's free will,
0: it's up to you if you're good. I can't are you serve two masters. Responsibility. Sorry, I just said you can't serve two masters. No,
3: you don't serve any master.
0: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and in,
1: in doing that, you know, one thing I would love to just have a little bit more insight on, Steve. <clears throat> is your notice of liability success you've had? Could you lay that out a little bit, the process you've gone through and also give us a little update. What's going on with uh, Austrian uh, government and everything right now?
2: So what was really interesting is that exactly two weeks after I handed in the notice on the 23rd of October, where I invited Age of Truth TV from Denmark to film it and do a press conference afterwards, exactly two weeks later, uh, it's in all the newspapers in Austria the president has fallen but not in his position I want to make that clear not that he's out now and this drama like a dramatic scenario oh yeah I got rid of the president. ceases no, no 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 it's the zeitgeist okay everywhere in the newspaper was president has fallen mm-hmm. so how do you think Errol what what was that a signal of what how do you see? Well, that? I
3: mean, basically, the headlines was the president's fallen, and uh, he's in hospital due to a broken hip bone, and basically, that's code word for the mafia has pulled him in, given him a good hiding, hiding, and a threat, and said, "Listen, you do not speak to these people." <laughs> yeah.
2: Interesting. And, and other than that, the success, you know, is when you continue fulfilling your intention you know you keep going until you fulfilled when the intention meets the outcome okay the outcome is freedom so i'll keep going until that is the outcome that is my intention and you know when you're successful when you don't get an answer back that's when you know you hit the bullseye that's what a lot of people misunderstand oh i didn't get a reply yeah do you think a criminal is going to write back when you've shown he's a criminal no you don't (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't get an answer but it's basically for me because i understand the nature of this reality to the degree that i understand it i want to continue uh, understanding it more that's the beauty um of of wisdom and learning which i'm a big fan of i always learn i always have an open mind i always question my own things that are not in al- alignment with um with true knowledge and what I see that it's gathering is I see other people suddenly talk about liability. Like the other day on Sunday, I got arrested um, and people there were talking about liability and that people are privately liable, that the officers, police officers are privately liable for the, how they looked at it. And those were people that I didn't even know. I didn't even know them. And the gathering people and people talking about responsibility, it's all around you then it's in the collective
3: conscious
2: consciousness yeah and uh it's the last thing you're going to see straight away and that's how our brains were programmed by this control system is you're going to get a quick quick fix or oh, in a quick result it doesn't work that way the last thing you're going to experience along this project is the success that's the last thing you're going to see so you just got to keep going
0: exactly it's
2: the process it's important
0: trust in the source? Well, the, the question is, uh, define success. Uh, you know, if we're looking at a endpoint place to be, you know, as success, I think we're going to be disappointed. On the other hand, if we understand what's happening, you know, uh, with each of us individually and with the collective, as far as how it's shifting our consciousness, that's the real success there. And, you know, you were saying, well, if the government doesn't respond to you, Um, You know, that means uh, they're disavowing or not acknowledging your your information. Well, what they would tell us is if we don't respond to their processes, then, you know, they take that as our consent. So I don't mind at all if I serve a process to them and they don't um, respond back. I just go, oh, thanks. You agree. Because they acquiesce at that point as well.
3: Which is the reason why we're in charge right now we literally are in charge it's just that the rest of the people in austria they don't they haven't realized this yet you know but we our group we're aware that we're in charge and they're aware as well but they're having a hard time coming into terms with it which is the reason why we have to face them and speak to them and say look guys we know you're afraid there's nothing to be afraid of. Stand behind us. We're protecting you. It's the light
2: side of being psychic, actually. It's schizophrenia and psych being psychotic is like, oh, I'm imagining things, and isn't but when you are anchored in your being, I have to act from that place of sovereignty because otherwise I don't manifest it into reality. But I do not need pointers outside of me to tell me that it is like it is because I know it's in the unseen and a visionary is one who sees in the unseen and pulls it in the, into the scene. Yeah.
1: So um, where do you guys see this going now as you move forward um, in your mind's eye um, that you're manifesting as more and more consensus comes through the, the awakening Austrian population? Um, What would be a beautiful path forward to, you know, essentially bring freedom to this country and have that spread across Europe and then, you know, across the pond and everywhere else?
2: From the point we're in right now and the way I see it, the way I understand um, it also, I am very pointed and I'm very direct in my intention. And I have to speak like that. And I know it to be like that. I know that this crisis is over by the 21st of March, 2021 here in Austria. It is over due to the fact that it is the natural cycle of creation. That's a sine wave. And the beginning of the year is the 21st of March. And I don't let the archontic forces in for another cycle. And therefore everything is in alignment and prepared For it to be that way and that's why i have to be absolutely strict don't make any compromises you guys of the dark force are out of this country for real on the 21st of march latest and what i see is a massive massive party for freedom of the human family together with the politicians together with all the people in the country Because we're not only the protectors of the human family, it is in total, including the politicians. That's what I wrote in this um, notice of peace to the interior minister. We see it as our responsibility to protect every one of you politicians from the mafia, which goes into a non-human domain, which we are dealing with. Don't worry, you don't have those skills. We have it and we're going to do
3: it. And when you look at it, that's... When you look around you here in Vienna and Austria, that's already taken place. I mean, we can literally do anything without... We're much more less harassed than before. They they have no power. It's fading away. I mean, last night we got on the train and there were the uh, mask police and they came and they said to us, put your muzzle on, this, that, that. And we stood up to them, obviously, as we always do. And then the train came along and we said, well, our train's here. We're getting on. Okay, so I'll see you later. And they were like, oh, okay, (laughs) bye-bye. What what are they going to do? You know, and we walk into supermarkets and there's less people wearing masks now. Or we get on the train, there's less people wearing masks. Policemen without masks. Policemen without masks. And... When we walk into supermarkets, for example, we're beginning to unlock, activate people and unlock them. And they're taking their masks off. Masks off.
1: Yeah, that's something that I notice up here, too, because where we're at is a much more kind of um, liberated place. I, I don't, I'm not huge on the word liberated because that kind of uh, makes us think that we're slaves already, but it's a very freedom focused place here and people are just like, kind of no nonsense. Like this doesn't make any sense. So, but um, so fortunately, while we're in California, we're not in the type of California, most people think because we're kind of up in our own place, but that is so true. Cause when I go into market, not wear a mask, I'll bump into someone. I know that is wearing a mask and typically they'll kind of pull it off. Go, You know, it's almost like, why am I wearing this thing? So it's important that we are the nodes of awareness to spread to other nodes in this kind of decentralized, right? Spreading of knowledge and truth so that it can go across the planet. It's important for all of you guys listening here to understand your own power or watching and to enact it out. And that's, it goes back to that monopoly table vision again, right? It's just like, if we have to stand up and we have to speak our truth to power, and it's, you know, guys, you guys obviously have the skill sets and the knowledge and the wisdom to do that. A lot of people, I'm sure, listening and, and watching this are going to have the excuse that I, it's scary. Um, I don't want to get arrested. Uh, I don't want to get thrown down on the ground and shackled. I don't want to have, you know, what the thing is the biggest fear most people have is the fear of, of being cast out by their peers, being ridiculed. It's the fear of ridicule more than anything of, of standing out and being separate from your society and then having people whispering about you that you're crazy behind your back. Right. Um, And so we have to get over that. And I think one way to get over that is by finding communion and community with like-minded people who are on the same path as you guys are doing with your marches, as we're doing with our community on Telegram, what we do with our permaculture meetups and stuff. It's important to find our tribe right now, find people that are on this, on the same level with you, and engage and and educate and share truth to others, and hopefully they can start to process this and awake too. So it is a process um, from from what you guys are saying to those who are watching this listening saying i can't do that like i'm i'm that's scary um you know what is your response to that sort of you know thinking see
3: the fear of being outcasted by society the way i see is what what an honor beautiful (laughs) because anyone who's had an impact in the world and made change has always been an outcast the assassins of Persia, they were outcasts. The Vikings were outcasts. The Celts were outcasts. Mm-hmm. They've always been outcasts. Those who changed the world,
1: those I, who make the difference.
2: I lost all my friends through Corona. Uh, it was great. Yeah. Got <laughs> to know new friends and the, the, just face the reality. That if you do not follow your heart and be yourself and align your thoughts with your emotions and put that into action, realize the consequence of that choice. Bill Gates is going to choose what you 're going to do. look him in the eyes and ask yourself the questions if you want if the question if you want that is that your choice? Look at these people 's eyes; they have no power. If you really want another reality, realize that you're going to have to be an outcast, but only for a while. Face that process within yourself. Go out into nature. Be on your own. Get to know yourself also. Go out into nature. Do crazy things like just fall on the floor in an embryo state and just do that inner child. I don't need to know anything. I only have to feel. I did that the other day. felt great. Absolutely great. And you're only going to be an outcast for a little while. You're going to draw new people in that are in resonance with your true being. And you don't want to be that false being. It takes all your energy uh, meeting with people who are ignorant. It's an energy parasite. Be, Get out of that.
3: Be true to yourself. You have to You have to give away yeah. everything to gain and receive much, much more.
1: Um, yeah. yeah. And, and I, if you I look- know. Go ahead, Bear. Sorry.
0: No, go ahead, Mike.
1: I was just gonna say real quick, if you look to those people who are are judging and uh I, I deal with it a bit in my family. Oh, Mike's got such weird views. But then you look, you look to them and they're muzzled, they're they're in fear, they're running to get P- PCR yeah. to get tested when they have the sniffles. They're they're not enjoying the full capacity of this experience on this in this realm, where I run outside in the morning and go, I'm free, as I'm you know barefoot in the ground and and like I, like people that follow our show know how just happy i am and bear. we're like every day is is a treasure and a blessing and i i my heart just breaks for people who are really as we say all the time you're imprisoning yourself you're imprisoning yourself by going with the herd um and so if people listening that say well i'm scared to take a mask off and face the consequences of people judging and laughing at me or calling me a danger well look at the others flip the coin um Do you want to, um, you know, where are your papers? Where's your passport to go anywhere? Where's, um, you know, uh, where's your tattoo? uh, You have to swipe to buy your groceries. Like that's where it's going. So (laughs) go hug, like you say, Stephen, go out. And and if you're feeling challenged with that, go hug a tree, literally in the forest. um, Get your feet in the dirt. Get in touch with, with the power of this planet and who you are. And just go for it. Because I tell you, man, it feels damn good. It feels good to live in your own truth. And
2: I I just want to add quickly that I go on the stage and I speak in front of the people. And I had to grow into that too. I had 10 years of depression, dear ladies and gentlemen. Okay? When you're depressed, it's showing you that you're actually healthy because this society is sick. Okay? And you don't want to be part of it. And we have a saying from a good friend, Walter, don't we? I am the light, but darkness coming first. Darkness comes first. Face it and you experience your reality, your
3: paradise. It's coming for you. Shadow work, integration, that's the key. You have to face your, your dark side so you can face it externally.
0: Absolutely. You know, we're, we're coming up on time here. I could talk to you guys all day long and there's so much more I wanted to ask you about. So in your uh, panel that's part of the summit coming up for the solstice, um, do you uh, address the 5G topic? Because I know you're very active on that front as well. And it's probably too late in the discussion to open up that door. But um, do you see... Um, uh, you know, on your end, uh, you know, in Austria and the rest of Europe, where people are becoming educated on that, and you know, th- that's that's the sort of thing I look at because, of course, that's producing a lot of the symptoms, and that they then blame on, on virus, and 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 it's just you, you know, and I'm become an immense part of the the power grid or the control grid, and and what's worse is that uh, you know everybody's addicted to their devices that they use that system. know for so is is that turning around at all on your end
2: yeah absolutely that is also turning around but there's still um, a lot of people are not aware of but there's also a lot of people that are becoming aware of when it comes to 5g i again try and uh simplify it and condense it it's the smoking gun of exposing the entire system due to the fact that electromagnetic radiation, and especially 5G, is uninsurable. Even Swiss Ray um, guarantees that 5G is uninsurable and directly relates it to the liability problem that they have with it. So that's a smoking gun. That's what I focus on um, instead of looking at the health effects. So I looked at that myself too. Um, and yeah, we're turning the whole thing around. That's their realm yeah. that they want to implement, but we're coming from the natural realm, which uh,
0: is far more powerful. <laughs> and uh, and of course it goes hand in hand with the whole vaccine program because that DNA that's being injected into people, those, you know, every DNA is a little antenna that then is going to resonate with their 5G and those noxious vertical waves that they're pumping into the atmosphere. So um yeah, people need to uh, become aware very quick because a lot of people that are succumbing or um, let's just say welcoming that that uh, you know those two factors are really going to shorten their lifespan. But more more detrimental than that, they're shutting off their ability to perceive into those larger bandwidths that are the only way out of here in the first place. See.
3: The problem they're having with the 5G is that the way the 5G works is they're actually bringing in um, atmospheric energy from their realm, from the archontic realm into our realm, which is getting smaller and smaller anyway. They're losing space day by day because the life force energy from the source is is coming through all organic bodies, planets and creations and galaxies, and including the Earth. So their realm is getting smaller and smaller. So they're having to use their space to bring it into ours. But what's happening is that's the dark, that's, that's the dark meeting the light and being consumed by the light. So they've got nowhere to go. So eventually 5G is all going to be ineffective anyway.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's uh it's interesting how it if we just go back to natural law and um <laughs> the way it all is, is set up here with the di- divine law and uh, karmic law and everything cosmic law I mean um we just ride those waves, right? And um it's all good. Um but it's important that we act. It's important that we live in that righteous in that in that divine light um or in that kind of fulcrum of understanding and then it's good and and i think what you mentioned Stephen, about liability is so important uh understanding this because this gives us immense power because they can't insure any of this stuff right but we have to call them out on it so um uh, on this panel bear that they're in it's a, a lot about um, notices of liability and it's about status correction and it's about using these tools to counteract um, this agenda, because we know it's built on ignorance and the consensus of, of uh, the conscious forces here, uh, us to just go along with it out of ignorance. And also what's empowering is it doesn't take a lot because it's on such shaky ground. It doesn't take a vast majority of human beings on this planet to do this. Right. Stephen. I mean, it, it really, in what we've seen in past history too. It's just, it takes that spark of, of enough of us to do it to where now the, that, that very fragile house of cards will fall.
2: Yeah, exactly. And that's a key point. Those who get the calling to do it, do it, okay? And then immerse yourself in that process, okay? It's a process and it's a long-term project, okay? And you'll be learning a lot. You'll be learning everything you need to know by the source to complete that aim that you have, that intention you have.
1: Yeah. Yeah, amazing guys. Hey, thanks so much today. This has been a, a truly inspiring talk. It's been, it's gone deep. It's gone everywhere we like it to go. Uh, I hope those who are listening uh, or watching this can glean, um some some truth and in, in apply to your life right now. Um, if this is something that, challenges you that's great take it in go go on a walk in nature and maybe listen to it again and um you know see where it leads you um test it out right we know the universe is pretty quick in responding um when you play with these laws so um test it out try it out try not wearing a mask try um going up and and um engaging with others that are in fear with love and honesty and and compassion but also no fear and, and stay true to yourself. Don't back down and see what happens. And as long as you're doing it in a way that's respectful, as you say, Stephen, right? That you're doing your duty of care and, lo- and letting them know where you come from. Um, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Um, and I'm talking about even speaking to authority, like police or, but definitely, um, you know, do the work first and foremost, educate yourself. Have that foundation, um, that's important too. Um, and be respectful. Um, be respectful for everyone's at, where everyone's at, because in the end, I think a lot of these, um, as Mark Passio, to go back to him, talks about the order followers, they're just following orders and trying to do what's best for their limited knowledge. And if we can understand that and, and treat them in a way that's respectful, but also coming from a place of authenticity and, and valor, um, I always have great interactions um and i'm never thrown down on the ground and put in shackles um no maybe i haven't tested myself enough maybe i need to do more so um you don't another, have to experience you
2: know, it i just had uh, i was arrested and you know the policewoman who had me arrested told the policeman get your hand off him he's fine so uh-huh. that it really helps when you're respectful with them
1: yeah yeah. And the other thing too, which uh, we talk about is that protective sphere, uh, that sphere of protection that you can put around yourself that is real. So it's all about intention. So before you go out in public, if you aren't going to wear a mask and you're going to live in your truth, um, it's good. That this is what I do. I put a sphere of protection around me. I I, um, I put my intent that I'm going out to, to not cause anyone harm or cause any dissension or fear, because the last thing we need is any more fear or any more negativity. And that's something, you know, that is the flip side of the mask thing, right? But anyways, you know, that some people say, well, I, I wear a mask because I don't want to cause any more fear with people. But, you know, it's a it's a tough thing. And, and you do what's best for where you're resonating in your power. But that sphere of protection does work. And I typically travel without any issues I typically can can um, communicate and and go throughout my day and it's all positivity and it's all good interaction so that is real that is that is the true magic right um, that yes. we that we can use
3: yes Mike but do you know where that sphere of protection comes from it comes from within yourself when you when you're only enacting within your truth and the more you enact within your truth the stronger and um, bigger
1: the sphere gets amen yeah it's not externalizing and bringing it from somewhere else it's your own sphere of protection yeah well hey guys thanks so much for spending time with us today this was truly an amazing chat we will put all of your um, links to find you below in the show notes but if there is a specific website or place that you want to mention right now for people to um, get more engaged with you please let us know right now where would be the best place for people to go
2: so probably our Telegram channel and the community that we have there. You stay informed there. And uh, the rest, yeah, we'll we'll share that with you happily.
1: Very good. Yes, we'll put that in the show notes. And uh, Dr. Bear Paul Lando, any uh, concluding final words for the community or listeners?
0: No, just just thank you. This is one of those very special conversations for me. And I really appreciate what you're doing and just spending time with us today. So let's stay in the loop with each other. I know we're already there anyway. And uh, I'd love to see you over in your neck of the woods someday. And we'd love to have you over in our place. You know, we're, uh, you know, I'm sure Mike has told you more about us. You know, we're entirely off grid. We're surrounded by uh, miles and miles of mountain ranges and rivers and wilderness. And, uh, we're the only, we're the only game in town out here. So, uh, no mask in our neighborhood <laughs> and, uh, you welcome all the time. You, you know, you, we have plenty of space for you. So we have a lot of uh, special things going on with people coming in. We're going to be doing a lot of, um, um, you know, work with, uh, uh, different kinds of things we'll be teaching here, just resonant therapies and uh biodynamic farming. And we put a lot to, uh, of work into this and we have a lot of things going on in this one spot. And it's great because we're already getting a lot of good visitations from people like yourself. So I hope we see you out here in the future someday. Yeah.
2: Wonderful. Sounds great. Yeah. Oh man,
0: I would love to go to Austria and visit that beautiful
1: Vienna oh, yeah. and eat the food and, um, magical place. So um, we will get there. We will be traveling throughout the world again. I know it. And we will be commuting together and it will be happening. And also, we can connect right now. Like, not, I'm not talking via even digital, like through time and space is just a part of the mental plane. And as Bear is doing with biogeometry, we can affect each other with our energy right now. So, um, sending you guys. All the love from here and um, and good luck to you with everything you're doing there. And please keep us abreast uh, with updates. Uh, definitely, I will share that with our community. Uh, our telegram is t.me forward slash Alphavetic for those listening. We have an amazing community in there. And we will definitely share uh, the Gnostic Takeover uh, site and the uh, telegram as well. So you guys can join them because wonderful content there. So. Uh, okay, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for gathering in the chat. Uh, it was lively for sure. Uh, we appreciate you and we will see you next week. Uh, we will be at Anarchapoco next week as well. So go to anarchapoco.com for more information there. Thanks everyone. We love you. Get outside, get your feet in the soil, go plant something, go for a walk. Nature is the best communicator and best healer. Peace.